You're listening to the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast, a show for pharmacist healthcare providers who have answered the call to practicing on purpose. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized HIV pharmacist, author, speaker, patient advocate, and president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, and your Conscious Pharmacist, Michelle Sherman. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hi, this is Michelle Sherman, president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services and host of the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast. We're also part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network and very proud to be on that network of over 60,000 listeners across the country listening to all these amazing podcasts on the profession of pharmacy. Today, our podcast is called Ending the Epidemics, and I have an amazing guest on our show today. He is the Chief Executive um, Officer and Executive Director of Radiant Health Centers in Irvine, California. Um, He's a great friend of mine who I've known for many, many, many years, and we've worked together for a long time, and I am very pleased to introduce Philip Yeager. Hi, Phil. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Good morning, Michelle, and thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, share information with you and your listeners. Thanks, Phil. Um, You know, we've worked together for so many years. um, When the agency was called Aid Services Foundation, and mm-hmm. now we're Radiant Health Centers. Um, mm-hmm. Could you give our listeners a little bit brief history on Aid Services Foundation and how we got to be Radiant Health Centers today? Sure, absolutely. So we were founded in 1985 um, by a group of volunteers uh, in the Laguna Beach area who were seeing friends and family members suddenly come down with this strange mystery illness. And so these volunteers said, we need to do something about this. Uh, They held a small backyard pool party with a hope of raising $25,000. They raised over $33,000, and that was the seed money that started Aid Services Foundation Orange County. Um, And in our early years, from 1985, our inception, through the early 90s, you know, we basically helped people die with dignity. Uh, There wasn't a lot in the way of treatment, and so... You know, we work just to make sure folks were comfortable. Um, and then with the advent of protease inhibitors, new treatment options, we got very excited and that really was a game changer. We then focused our efforts on building out that safety net of services that would be required to keep people in care and on treatment because the research was then starting to come out around the importance of viral suppression and beginning to look at early treatment. Then in around uh, 2005, we secured our first prevention grant and began really to focus on preventing new infections. We began doing HIV testing, uh, both at our site in uh, Costa Mesa, as well as a site in Irvine, our main site in Irvine. Um, And so really focusing on prevention. Uh, And then uh, a couple of years ago, um, the board of directors really said, you know what? we know that it is possible to end the epidemics. Let's really look at focusing on what that would entail and how we as an organization can lead our community in that, in that direction. 
So what we still were seeing is five to six new HIV infections in Orange County every week. And naturally that first assumption is lack of education, awareness, um, more uh, risky behavior years than uh, normal. And what the research has shown is that's not the case. It's a lack of access to appropriate healthcare for the LGBTQ community. That is what is preventing young folks from getting tested, getting screened, and accessing the preventative tools such as PrEP uh, to prevent themselves from getting infected. And by not having access to healthcare and not getting uh, tested, uh, folks are out there spreading the virus to others. So we, we really said, okay, we, we do still want to end this epidemic, but what we really have to do is address this healthcare inequity in the LGBTQ community. So with an expanded vision and expanded mission, we knew that we needed to align the name of the organization with that new work we realize that a young uh, gay man who's not HIV positive or a young lesbian woman isn't necessarily gonna look to the AIDS organization for the place to come for their healthcare. So we knew that we needed to rebrand with a new name and an expanded mission and vision. So that's what led us from AIDS Services Foundation Orange County in 1985 to today, uh, 2019, Radiant Health Centers Orange County. It's, it's, it's an extraordinary journey and, you know, I feel so like privileged to have been part of that journey since I started this work like about 28 years ago. As an HIV pharmacist, I've been inextricably connected to um, <clears throat> Aid Services Foundation and now Radiant mm -hmm. Health Centers in caring for our patients, like you mentioned earlier, from helping people die with dignity to mm -hmm. now people thriving and living well with HIV and focusing on like the quality of life and you know this transition from that type of HIV care now to a more comprehensive like um, less um, LGBTQ like facility is extraordinary in Orange County. I mean we have so many people still infected with HIV. Mm -hmm. When we look at the national um, plan for HIV Orange County is actually listed as one of the 48 hotspot counties. So the, the transition of um, Radiant from ASF to Radiant Health Centers and now into medical services is extraordinary. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about um, this movement into the provision of these um, medical services and what you're, you're providing and how that's rapidly moving to ending the epidemics in Orange County? Yes, I would love to. So, um, you know, as I mentioned a bit earlier, about 2005, we secured our first funding for HIV testing. Um, and that was fantastic. Um, about five years ago, we expanded that screening to include hepatitis C, because we know many of our folks living with HIV were co-infected with hep C. So we expanded testing there. Um, and then last summer, uh, about a year ago, we expanded our STI screening to include not just HIV and hep C, but the full gamut of STIs, so gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. We do uh, self-administered self-swabs, uh, three site for those tests. Um, so we were very excited to begin providing that service. Uh, next, uh, in October of last year, we received funding for sexual health and family planning services part uh, and joined the title Ten, title 10 network of service providers in the state of california 
So we began providing, again, sexual health, pregnancy screenings, and we were actually, with that expansion of services, began to, uh, were able to begin providing actual PrEP prescriptions. So PrEP, the pre-exposure prophylaxis that we talk about, that's, that's, you know, the incredible new tool we have to prevent new infections from happening. Uh, if we tested someone that was high risk, we had to refer them out to one of, you know, a dozen providers in the county who would consider providing PrEP and writing prescriptions. But every one of them had a, you know, 30 to 90 day wait to be seen. And we knew that if we really wanted to close that gap, we needed to be able to provide those services instantaneously. So now we test somebody who's high risk, we walk them across the hall, they're able to be seen by a nurse practitioner who can do the exam and provide them with that prescription that day. So the very next day they're getting the prescription either mailed to their home or they're picking up at a local pharmacy. So we were very excited to begin providing PrEP on site. Uh, and then we did just secure funding uh, through the State Department of Public Health to implement rapid ART or rapid antiretroviral therapy. And the project that we're implementing we've called uh, TeleArt uh, because we're using a telemedicine platform to be able to provide the services in multiple locations with just one set of providers needing to be on site. So we are very excited about that program. Uh, what we'll be doing is getting medication into the hands of newly diagnosed individuals within one to three days. And so we are just very excited about that because that is a key strategy in really ending the epidemic. Because the standard now is 30 to 90 days after diagnosis before individuals are able to begin treatment. During that period, they are incredibly infectious uh, and their viral load still remains high. And we know that that is how HIV is spread uh, to individuals. And the medications are incredibly effective. So being able to get people on treatment as soon after diagnosis is just gonna be, again, another game changer and really help us advance our efforts of ending the epidemic. Yeah, this OC Teleart program is ex extremely exciting and um, I'm, I'm very privileged to, to be part of that program. And for the pharmacists that are listening to this call, this is the exact modality where pharmacists are recognized as healthcare pro providers. And especially in California, where you can obtain your advanced practice um, license, you, you can combine your practice of pharmacy with medical practices, physicians' offices, and, and entities like Radiant Health Center, where you're an integral part of the healthcare team and providing these essentially life-saving medicines. So I'm, I'm very privileged to be part of the, the OC Teleart program and really making a significant difference in um, lowering HIV infections in Orange County and essentially decreasing our entire community viral load in Orange County and getting people tested and on treatment between the, the one to three days is, is, is like a game changer for our care in Orange County. And this is how we're gonna end the epidemics here in Orange County and hopefully you know expand that to the counties surrounding us. 
So talking about ending the epidemics, um, I know we, um, on October 18th, we've got a town hall meeting in Santa Ana called Ending the Epidemics. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that? And, you know, for those um, people listening to this podcast that are local, either in Orange County or anywhere in Southern California, this would be a great forum for you to attend. Yes, I'd love to share that information. So as Michelle uh, just mentioned, we do have a town hall event coming up on Friday, October 18th. And the town hall is focused on ending the epidemics, with an S, and the epidemics of HIV, hepatitis C, and STDs. And and let me tell you about where this effort uh, really started from. So there is a statewide group here in California uh, known as the California HIV AIDS Research Policy Centers. And they're based out of UC San Francisco uh, and then also APLA in Los Angeles, APLA Health. And what these two, um, or what the research centers have uh, responsible for is really looking at the HIV epidemic in, in California. And as we sat down as a group about a year ago to really identify what the state of California's plan for ending the HIV epidemic should look like, um, folks realize that, you know what, uh, if we're going to be talking about ending the HIV epidemic, why are we not focused on the hepatitis C epidemic and the epidemic of STIs or STDs that is raging across the state and raging across our communities? And so, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> So what we did is spun off a, a uh, work group uh, known as the End the Epidemics Statewide Working Group. So the first thing this working group did is put together a community consensus statement uh, that was sent to Governor Newsom in May requesting funding to address the syndemics of HIV, hepatitis C, and STIs in the state. Uh, we did not get our full funding request, but we did get some funding. And the second piece of this work was establishing a series of town hall meetings across the state of California so that we could engage local communities and hear about what they're currently doing around HIV prevention and linkage to care and treatment around uh, hepatitis C uh, testing and linkage to care and STI prevention and treatment. Hear what's working, hear what challenges remain, and educate folks about the statewide effort that's taking place and how we can leverage that statewide advocacy group to advance the local initiatives that are either currently in place or that really need to be implemented to advance the work of ending the, the syndemics or the epidemics of HIV, hepatitis C and STIs. So the first town hall was held in Los Angeles on August 2nd. This will be the second uh, town hall in the state. Uh, being held in Orange County, California at the Public Health Department on 17th Street in Santa Ana. So again, coming up Friday, October 18th, very excited. We will have a keynote speak, uh, speaker, uh, Loretta Sanchez will be doing that. And then we have panelists who will speak uh, again generally and then specifically to Orange County's efforts around HIV, hepatitis C and STIs. Great, thank you. I mean, that's going to be a very valuable um, town hall 
and anybody who's interested um, in attending um, will attach the flyer and the address and times of the town hall to the show notes. So if you're in Orange County or anywhere in Southern California and you can make it on um, Friday, um, October 18th, um, we'd love, love to have you um, at the forum. Um, also, October seems like a very busy month um, for Radiant and, and some of your activities. Um, one last thing that I'd like to, to mention also is the OCRA, the Orange County Ride for AIDS. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? It's the only, um, besides the AIDS life cycle that occurs in California every year, this is the only other ride that takes place in California. Can you let our listeners know a little bit about that? Yes, the Orange County Ride for AIDS, or OCRA, is coming up this Saturday, October 12th. Uh, we have two routes. We will have a 30-mile route, and we will also have a 62-mile route. <clears throat> uh, the ride starts and ends uh, at the City of Irvine uh, City Hall, or the City of Irvine Civic Center. Um, it's a great day. This will be the 10th and final year for the ride. Uh, it's been fun. We've enjoyed putting it on, um, but we're going to refocus our energies. But if you can make it, come on out. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun day. Uh, and if you're interested in just donating and supporting the ride, uh, please go to our website, radianthealthcenters.org, and you'll have uh, find a link there to be able to do that. Great. Thanks so much, Phil. And um, I, I want to, again, take this opportunity to um, thank you so much for being a guest on the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. Um, we've worked for many years together and taking care of HIV patients and now expanding into the STI epidemic, hepatitis C epidemic, and ensuring that all our patients are treated with digni dignity and care is a team effort. It involves everybody involved in the patient's care team. And I feel very privileged um, to, be, to be part of that team and working with Radiant on these efforts. And um, thank you so much for, for being on this podcast today. Thank you so much, Michelle. I, I really have um, appreciated the opportunity to work with you over the years. Um, and I'm really proud of the work we're doing together. So again, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. We hope you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you miss something, you can listen again or just read the transcript of the show on our website at mishrxconsulting.com forward slash podcasts. If you have a spare minute, don't forget to give us a review or rating on iTunes. Remember to practice on purpose. You're a rock star pharmacist and healthcare provider. And in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. The Conscious Pharmacist podcast is a production of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, your HIV pharmacist and pharmacy experts.